Hello and welcome to the podcast. This welcome. Is, this is a new everybody. podcast. It, it might have been like demon possessed. It was a fairly large, mutated-looking chicken. We were born in the north, but we grew up in the south. We learned all of our words from Pennsylvania. And people are like, that's toboggan. That little toboggan it's not there. a toboggan. A toboggan is a sled. Okay. Yo, it's three inches, baby. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. She rolling. There we go. Welcome back to the episode for this week, the Wise Works Podcast. A lot happened this weekend. What happened with you guys this weekend? You must be more coffee. (laughs) What happened to you guys this weekend? Well, crap. I got to remember now. Um, uh, It snowed. It It did did snow. snow. (laughs) (laughs) High five. Yeah. It snowed a lot. It did snow. Um, Um, Actually, someone, I was laying in my bed. I go to work around like 5.30 in the morning. Yep. I was laying in bed. It was like 5.15. I probably should have been up by now, but I wasn't because I was being lazy. I'm like, I'll get up last minute. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have done that. Going, being on Facebook and someone who I work with posted their like something about the snow. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, snow? I got out, (laughs) opened my window and i'm like there's a lot of snow and it's still coming down like a blizzard yeah dang i gotta leave right now yeah to get to work get out i got to work um good did you go to work yes i did um i went to work my head a little bit longer of a drive than you note most interstates are better than back roads when it snows or even just side roads like if you can take the interstate and drive slow you're probably gonna be more safe well, because the like, people will clear the interstate. Yeah. So I took the interstate most of the way, and then I got off the interstate, and I was like, man, these roads are rough. Yeah. <laughs> How was your driving to work, Wyatt? Dude, shut up, man. <laughs> I wasn't at work, but I did wake up. No, uh, give us good news. Can you say now, I guess? Yeah, I do have a job now. You he, he basically got a job this week. Yeah. Yeah. Did the drug good. test, had to uh, do the background check. How was that like? Yeah, drug test, peeing in, peeing in a cup? It's, it's a drug test, you know? Mm-hmm. I actually have first. never had to do a drug test. Because really? you worked for but your pastor, and he trusted you. No, no, no. I did do a background check, but they didn't do a drug test for that for some reason. Freaking, there's a... It's exciting that you have a job, man. I think that that's one of the biggest things when you move to a new area mm-hmm. that you just struggle with, like, getting over. When you first get there, you're like, okay, I'm here, everything's new. Yeah. And then you're here, like... Or you're in the new area, like, a week and then it sets in that you you don't have a job yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua had a, a quicker transition. I mean, Joshua was back to work in like two weeks when he first moved here. But that's just because... Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah. Lowe's. I, I will have to call Lowe's out a little bit. What'd they do? They did me dirty. How'd they do you dirty? I worked at Lowe's for about two years when I moved here to Virginia. I was a full-time employee, so I had benefits or... I had the option of benefits, but I also had vacation time. Yeah. I moved here to Virginia. I only didn't work for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Or technically one week before I started getting hired to work at another Lowe's. If you're a prior employee to Lowe's, you can't be hired on as a seasonal part-time position because you already 
have worked for Lowe's before if it's kind of a transitional thing. Yeah. I once I got hired, I were I was working forty plus hours, but I was still labeled as a part time seasonal position mm. for about three to four months after while I was working at Lowe's. I okay. worked forty plus hours, that's full time. Yeah. I couldn't I still don't have any vacation time because I was technically part time seasonal, which they don't get uh ah. time off. But you're I I'm an employee now because oh, but you're saying if you were I didn't start technically being a full time employee till like August. So you still don't mm. have vacation time? Mm. Man, that they I did mean I took dirty. two I had two days of vacation. I took Wait, off. you don't have any vacation time and you started being full time in August? I, I had two days of vacation time around Christmas that I took. So okay. that's I did have two days. All right. That was it. Well, you had some, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Sounds dirty to me. Mm. They they did me a little dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they shouldn't have done it. It was because I wasn't planning to move to another Lowe's, so I didn't do a transitional thing. I just got fired, or I quit one Lowe's, and then <laughs> I, I got went, fired. And then I went to the next one. And I'm planning on getting fired from this one. <laughs> um, um, sorry. I, I got to stop saying um. Me too. So... Um, well, there it goes. There goes the thought. I was trying. I don't remember what I had to say. What are you drinking, Wyatt? Milk. Milk. Okay. Milk. Milk. How's your uh, mustaches going, guys? It's there somewhere. I shaved mine off. I'm ashamed. You know, it's coming back already. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty quick. I, I think I'm going to just let it go. I know I said that. Let it go. But everything is going to every be week. You're going to let it go and then shave it again. Yeah. I think I'm. Do- <laughs> I mean, I'm doing something with my hair too. It's kind of like a let it go thing with my hair. Let it go. Are you really? Mm-hmm. It's still pulling a little. You know, early Justin Bieber. You need to change it up. What Justin's, do I do? Justin's was way cleaner. Way cleaner, way but cleaner. No, like, like, like not as in te- like you got how dirty. dirty it looks. It, no, it just like how how it was cut. It was clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, you 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 need to fix it in a way that looks how like you're I in your twenties. Um, maybe like pull it back or or do the top knot. Like, or I, you I could did, just I've even do the, the top knot. Yeah, the top knot if it's long enough, or just do like a, a stylish pull back. Like, don't let it get on your forehead. You want to see all that real I, stuff? Now, now see, yeah. with, with the hair coming down the side like that, that looks awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's solid. That's solid. Okay. Right, let me see. Wow. Like this. Look, if you no, like, oh, no. Don't, don't <laughs> no. It's weird. You just got to keep like, it off yeah, your forehead. Yeah, that's, that's the trick. I mean, you're fine. I, I do pull it back uh, sometimes, just not often. Yeah. Well, my hair game's going on pretty strong. It is what it is. Mine's just the floof. It's <laughs> the you've floof. Got, you've got that uh, uh Jew thing. That the Jew thing. The Jew thing. The, no. Jew thing. the floof. Got, I got a floof. That's a good name. Yeah. Um, anything new you guys like to mention regarding Wise Works that's in the coming in the in the making? Do you want to? Uh, is there something specific? Because I think yeah, yeah so just like from now on, I, I will know. be editing the Midnight Special. Yeah, just to sort of you know, because we're kind of evening out workloads. Yep. Um. So expect like much higher quality. <laughs> much higher. <laughs> no. <laughs> if anything, expect there to be something wrong. <laughs> no, but, there's nothing gonna be wrong. But it's we pretty did. Simple. We did. We we did a, a test run today. Yep. So that's uh, a that's a big update. Are you're you getting gonna, integrated. 
Get get some uh, nip slips in the midnight special. Yeah, nip Just slips. slips. Nip slips. Just what? Because I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, um, it's pretty exciting, man. I'm glad that you're getting integrated. I'm glad that you're uh, yep. learning new stuff, it's carrying on. the load, it sharing really it. Is. Um, share the load. Share the load and whatnot. Uh, for me, I'm trying. Um, which we're trying to figure out a few things like we we've talked a number of times about how we're having guests on and we are continuing to have guests on although uh we're figuring out the exact format in which to do guests so we're we're kind of debating between ourselves if three people talking to a guest is too much to bring in a fourth um if we're trying to get to know the guest or if you'd rather have only two and so maybe leave in the comments if you have an opinion. Let us know what you think in regards to how many of us should be on. Yeah. If it's only like two, then we'll do kind of interchanging week to week. Or uh, if you guys insist on wanting to see yeah. us every time. Well, that way you can sort of help guide how we do things um, and so that you have a better experience. But ultimately, we're going to do what we want to do. <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's really all about them, kind of. It, I mean, it is. We want you guys to have a good experience. So if you are, if you want to have a good experience, us talking to new people that you don't know and get to know them, um, let us know if you want all three of us or just like two of us interchanging. Um, anything with WiseWorks for you, Joshua? Anything stand out? Do any cool photo shoots? This week, no. Um, what about last week? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> last week, no. What about the week before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No. The only reason why I haven't done anything recently is because partly we've been busy with uh, snow stuff, and we were going to do something in the snow. We never did, and that kind of fell through. And then the weekend came. We, well, we still have plans for that. Mm -hmm. We do have plans. Might not involve snow, but I already came up with something that I can't just drop because of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, something new with me. You probably have already seen this. But I, this is the first time I'm wearing not sleeves on the new episode. You want to see that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know about this. You haven't showed it off yet? Mm. We'll show, the show your camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. And by the way, <laughs> over <yeah>. the break, <laughs> <laughs> just me. And <laughs> also, by the way, stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get that mom tattoo. <laughs> yeah. But freaking yeah, you got you got some new new ink going yeah. on in your if arm. If you're uh, interested in anything else coming in the future, or just interested, if you wanted to see this like a month or two ago, when you talk about your tattoo, yeah, okay, you can follow me on my Instagram. Josh huh. underscore Wisner underscore. We're doing plugs now? Yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, oh crap. Yeah. I don't even know what my plug is. You can also go see some of my photography there. I got something in the works, I think, planned big for March, photo shoot wise. Okay. You want to tell us about it? No. No. Why not? No, no, no. Keep You'll it see. under wraps. You'll see. But if it doesn't happen, then people will be, like, sad. No, will have to be sad. But if you give, if you put it out there, the universe will accept it and make it happen. Nah, <laughs> like the banana bread, dude. <laughs> the banana bread. My banana. mama always said. My mother always said, <laughs> if you believe in things, good things will come to you. And that, <laughs> and then that was banana bread at work. Banana today. bread at work today, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Seth was on. Yeah. We if you guys haven't Seth seen on. that episode. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Seth was on. It was a pretty awesome episode. We had a g- great conversation. He's been on the Midnight Special. If you haven't seen it yet, go back and take a look. We had an awesome time talking about that. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's about time. Jump right in. To jump right in to our... To... The topic. <gasps> There's a topic? Yeah, there is. Um, and this was a well... Well planned Fleshed out. out, real planned. We've been planning this for quite a while. It was not <laughs> thrown together last minute. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> you know us. You know us. We, we out here. We okay. <laughs> um, so I came up with this topic because, you know, why I came up with the topic. Why I came it up with it. I, why? You introduce it. I, no, I'll have to. I'm going to throw throw you guys under the bus a little bit. I had a topic. You guys didn't look. You <laughs> no, sir. You're not throwing me under the bus. He had a topic and he didn't tell us about it until 30 minutes before we're about to record. And it was a bit, it's a big it's thing. A big it thing. takes a lot of it's research. It's a cool topic. But Josh was like, well, I prepared. <laughs> and we're like, it's going to be a solid three hour process He's for like, us to repair. We're going to rank the movies throughout the decade <laughs> each e- the the best movies in each decade all the way up to modern day from basically the start mm-hmm. of cinema in one podcast in i mean podcast. Like... and then joshua was like and we're doing it in 20 minutes <laughs> no i mean think of this we're gonna do an episode about this so yeah. tune in next week rank like the 80s as a when it comes to films, mm-hmm. there was a lot of good movies that came out. Why don't in the 80s, Why don't we just do or like 90s? Why don't we just 2000s? Okay, because if if there's like a period of time, like if there's say where there's films in the 20s, right? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like if if I don't know a lot of films from a certain decade, I might have to watch a few. You know what I mean? I okay, think what I think, I think I think we should do it decade by decade. I think what he means is we are ranking the decade. Okay. Oh, really? The like, decade? like which is better, two thousands or the eighties as far yeah. as movies? Yes. How about we do this? How about we do a series, not back to back, but we break it up, okay. give people a break, mm-hmm. and we go through. The history of cinema broken down into decades. Not the history. We're not doing the history. No, not the history, but like our 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 favorite films from that decade. Okay. And then at the end, till we get to 2020, at the end of that, then we do a full podcast and give our arguments for what was the best decade. And then and, and try to rank them. And try to rank it. Yeah. I like it. Like okay. we do we do a long series and we break it up. How about or or we could do we could do a we could do one where we we rank we rank the decade with with almost no knowledge of yeah. anything mm-hmm. and then we come back after we have our little series and do a re-rank okay um yeah. let's get into the topic we do have for today though okay um why well, should introduce one it. thing before you introduce it though i just want to throw a quick tease to 2 weeks from now if you can figure it out then I will give you props what we're going to talk about. You Two are weeks. the pen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hook. No. Then I'm not talking about Hook. Let's get introduced to the topic. Okay. That's all I'm giving. So, so I thought what what would be, you know, something something that we all sort of have in common and something we all enjoy from 
movies, TVs, books, just, you know, that kind of stuff in general. Yeah. Right? Um, And I thought, what you know, I think, and I've said it before on this podcast, that moments that make you feel something personally, you're sitting there in the movie theater, you're watching it at home. Not just movies, because there's a couple books yeah, in there, books, too. books, because I have some books mm-hmm. that, that have done the same thing. Uh, TV shows, uh, you know, the, there's so many... There's so many mediums, right? Yes. And there's lots of Why different... Why mediums? Why can't they be... Uh, larges? larges? Yeah. Or extra large. <laughs> you, you better grow out that stash, because you're going to be telling these dad jokes. <laughs> um... That's a great way to sum up the way Joshua's comments are. <laughs> They're just a bunch of twenty-year-old dad jokes. Yeah. So I'm prepared. To so be yeah, a dad. we're we're gonna be hitting up some some epic moments, some emotional moments, mm-hmm. um, some some awesome moments. I think. You awesome. Know? Yeah. Um, emotions that you maybe felt that you were not expecting. Oh yeah. Okay. Like. Uh, things that even like, like you know you can easily yeah. define anger, uh, heck yeah emotions, sadness. Mm-hmm. These pull out, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden there's there's moments of like courage and there's moments of ins- inspiration, inspiration that hit you and you don't even realize. What are you giggling about? Me and Wyatt had this moment where we just locked eyes. We have moments. <laughs> we locked eyes that we both were thinking. Mm-hmm. Talk about this week. I don't want to go off topic, but we're, we're never watching, getting to this topic, we're ladies and gentlemen. Film. We're never getting in this topic. We, we were both thinking of something. We just oh oh, oh, oh. We were, So we're watching Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> and <laughs> there was a we had a moment. It, yeah. This was a funny moment. Uh, where one of the characters says to the other, um, they're just hiding behind a building, and one says, it's so hard to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's a singing episode in Psych where they're all like, it's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> and just at the same time, Josh and I started singing it. <laughs> That's a good human-to-human interaction. You know, it, it, there's commonality, there's in-depth, but yeah, I enjoy those moments too. But you, That was funny. Let's that, get to the topic, though. I think that's okay. in the topic. Yeah. Funny moments, relatable okay. moments. Okay, you want to go to, I think they get the gist. You want to go to the first slide? Well, let's hit up the first slide, and I'll explain, because I set up the slides, I'll explain why I put this in there. Okay. Because for most people, this is a relatable moment, yeah. right? When... And, and this is one of the biggest, and I'm sure if you were in the movie theater when this happened, this is one of the biggest uh, TV moments, and the entire movie theater went crazy, right? Um, yes. Because in 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 Captain or Captain America in Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. there's the scene where they're all trying to pick up the hammer, yeah, right, and Cap moves it, right, mm-hmm. but he doesn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in Avengers Endgame, Thor is being held down by Thanos, right? And you just see the hammer lift up. And then it 
smashes into Thanos and then it goes and it stops and then flies into Captain America's hand and the entire theater goes yeah, woo, yeah! <laughs> they're just going absolutely crazy yeah. my cousin Josh is sitting by me he's just freaking out yeah. I can see Josh right because we and, and, and of course Josh is like I knew it I knew it Okay. Right. Okay. So the the details with the with the hammer is you have to be loyal. You have to be um um so, so worthy. Yeah. So so um whoever picks up the hammer, if he's worthy, will possess the powers of mm. Thor. Mm. Right. Um, and so Captain America is worthy. That's cool. And right? he wasn't worthy before. And everybody this. knew he was worthy. Yes. Everybody knew he could do it, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody waited for this moment. And it, and I think it's one of the moments that do you think we share. What would which one does he like try to pick it up in it? That's it, that's Age of Ultron. Okay. Do you think he knew he could pick it up in Age of Ultron? He just didn't. So so what what some of the writers have said was he he could, mm-hmm. but he didn't because he uh, wanted to get that no for moment. for out of respect for Thor. Okay. Right. He didn't want to just pick it up, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Vision picks it up in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Vision is not—he's not—he's—he's—he's he's, mm-hmm. he's technically worthy. Technically, did technically. you? Uh, I don't want to go too far because I want to keep on this topic. Have you guys seen the new uh, Wanda 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 Vision? Yeah. Have you guys seen any of that yet? No. I did. I've watched. I've been watching it. I've been Ooh. keeping up. It, is it any good? So I'm. I think it's the one, two, two came out the first day, and then one came out, and then. So I think I'm on the fourth episode, Ooh. and the fourth episode doesn't take place in the little TV universe, right? Yeah. It takes place out. What's going on outside, and really kind of helps you grasp what's happening in the TV show, uh, because up until then it's a little bit confusing. Yeah. Um. But it, it is good. It is good. It's it's setting up the new phase. Okay. But yeah, I I I like this moment because it's one I think everybody can resonate with because everybody went and saw Endgame. Yeah. And everybody wanted this to happen. Marvel has been a huge journey for Lo- so many people. Yeah. I I <clears throat> in fact one of the with the moment at the end, everybody was always oh I cried when Tony Stark died and. My big cry moment was at the very end where he's old. Spoilers, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. He's he's old and he the the last shot of the movie is him dancing with the girl he was in love with. He, yeah. he went back right, that's what made me cry. Mm-hmm. Because I had I went and saw the the first Captain America with my mom. Yeah. And that was one of the moments we were like, Man, I wish he had just danced with her. Mm-hmm. You know? And they did it in this one. And that hit me really hard because I was really young when we went and watched that movie. Yeah. That's, uh, ooh, can I, uh, we can throw some uh, special mentions at the end of right now. Oh, as you think of them. That's uh, one of those films. I think Toy Story 3 was that way. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest ones for a lot of of people. I don't like that they made a fourth Toy Story for the reason they – Ended the third one so good. Yeah. It was like Andy was letting go of his toys. I watched it. I I basically grew up watching Toy Story, and then it was like... Well, because for a lot out, of us, yeah. we were 
we were what we were you know a lot of us were 16 15 16 when that movie came out Mm -hmm. and that that was sort we were kind of coming to the end of our childhood yeah we were right so we were really identifying with the movie Mm. you know and and that was a big moment for a lot of kids 90s kids to that early 2000s who grew up with those movies yeah i mean if you because you're literally playing with your toys when Andy in the Pixar toy store I had, was playing. I had a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, so did we. Yeah. So did we. Everybody did. Yeah. Everyone had at least a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're literally a kid when Andy's a kid. Mm-hmm. And then they don't make any for so long. But you keep rewatching these films because you're like, I love toys. I play with my toys. We get to watch yeah. toys come to life. And then all of a sudden you're like getting ready to go to college and they hit you with a a third movie where, where Andy's, Andy's going, going to, to college. college. <laughs> and then you are literally dealing with the same emotions that yeah. Andy's dealing with. So it's been so relatable. And it, like the whole thing where they like think they're about to, you know, burn up and stuff that that's not as emotional. That's powerful, but not as powerful as, as it's the not very as end. powerful as Andy H- giving his toys to another kid. Right. Because we've all done it. Yeah. I mean, even if even if you're just taking your toys to the thrift store mm-hmm. or you're giving them to a friend or you're giving them to a younger sibling, like these are intense oh, moments. See, your seeing, seeing William, who's seven years old, yeah, running around playing with my toys. Yeah. You know, that I love seeing it. Yeah. You know, it's a big moment. Let's go to the next slide. All right, Wyatt. Yeah. I believe this was another one of yours. So <laughs> yeah, we have, back you, to back. have you watched these with me? I, yeah, I've, I've watched seen, Last Samurai. I've never you. watched it with you, but I saw it after you saw it. Okay. These are both Last Samurai, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So uh, the one on the left is um, the 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 Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, Katsumoto, I believe his name is, in the movie. Um, he's telling Captain Algren played by Tom Cruise, that, you know, a man could search his whole life for the perfect cherry blossom, right? Mm-hmm. And never find it. And it wouldn't be a wasted life. Wow. Right? It's one of my, yeah, it's one of my, fa- Look, you see <laughs> it's that? got the bumps. See the that? goosebumps. I got the goosebumps. Right? You, I don't know what it was. <laughs> you saying Captain Algren and, uh, <laughs> what? It gave me the goosebumps. Look, see, they're gone now. Then at the end, um, interesting. They put me in that they, moment. They they're kill- They're on the field, and all the samurai are dead. It's just Algren and Katsumoto, mm-hmm. and um, um, uh, Katsumoto's dying, and yeah. Algren's holding him in his arms. Right mm-hmm. after the sword has been plunged into Katsumoto's chest. Right, mm-hmm. and Algren is holding him, and and Katsumoto just over Algren's shoulder sees the cherry blossom trees on the on the hill and he just says they're perfect they're <laughs> all perfect i think uh <laughs> that that was a really really good Beautiful moment. moment but i also think to build on that moment when the moment he bows before the 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 emperor or who whatever his yeah role this was, photo here he this bows photo. and says as a foreigner he wasn't even a samurai but he said if you wish wish it i will kill myself in honor and then the, take his own life. Yeah. yeah. Take, and then and then he says uh, the emperor comes up to him and kneels before him. Yeah. And says, "Tell me how he died." 
and and he comes and he looks up and he says, "I'll tell you how he lived." That right? Was, that was beautiful. Beautiful. The and the whole movie is like just beautiful. That's a neighbor. <laughs> and the whole movie is beautiful. Very well shot. Beautiful music. Yeah. And we gotta watch that soon. Yeah. I now that was one I was sitting. I I had uh, I had had a party with my friend and stayed Dude, over you were at his partying, house. Though. It wasn't like that kind of party. Come on. Um, well, you were probably playing games. Yeah, we were. And <laughs> That's a party, but no, though. but I was I, I was I was like twenty. Yeah. Right. So I stayed over at his house. And I woke up the next morning, and I'm like, well, it's Saturday. He doesn't have to work. I'm sure he's going to sleep in, right? Mm -hmm. But I looked through his movie rack, and I saw The Last Samurai. I plugged that bad boy in. And at the end, I'm sitting on my friend's couch. His roommates are walking in and out, and I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) Just watching this movie because it's so powerful. I remember when I watched The Last Samurai for the first time. Um, Same as Joshua, this moment. Um, towards the end where he essentially adopted everything about the samurai culture um, onto himself and how they were essentially slaughtered mm-hmm. pretty much yeah they were slaughtered uh, <clears throat> just wiped out and the the movie itself is so epic it pulls you in and I think a part of what movies do to make them effective is it pull you in in some fashion so that you can be present for the emotional moments for the lessons the Mm -hmm. messaging in the film that usually happens to the middle to the end of Mm -hmm. the film the last samurai is a great example of this oh yeah because at the beginning okay so this is a little bit of a different motion but when you you know your heart skips a beat out of fear almost like holy crap like what's what's about to happen it's in this movie for me when they're in the woods mm-hmm. you, they're seeing the samurais for the first time and there's those slow motion shots and they're coming up on them they have their their you know what do you call it their uniform yeah the their their armor their armor yeah and they have like the <clears throat> the, masks the masks and stuff yeah and they're like i think it's they're running through fl- fog on horses and they come through the fog in slow motion that is eerie how cool that was oh yeah and that that kind of stuff brings you in real fast to the story because you realize this isn't just like a a drama about you know some captain who's i don't know it, it's not it's been a while since you've seen the movie it's huh? been a while <laughs> it's i'm not it's i'm not i'm trying to say it's much more than just some kind of drama piece yeah it's a it's a work of art in the fashion in the way it's presented visually the way it's presented from character development from the captain's point of view yeah he plays what's tom cruise's character's name uh captain algren captain algren mm-hmm. from the from where he started to where he ended is very dramatic well at the beginning you... he hates himself because yeah. of what he did yeah right he 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 slaughtered the native americans when he was uh with um General Custer, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and he he hates himself, right? Mm-hmm. And so they say, you know, come over and help us train our army in Japan. Uh, and he doesn't, you know, he 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 just he hates himself. And so yeah. now he's trying to train men to kill their own men, mm-hmm. right? To kill their own, uh, uh, to training Japanese to kill Japanese, yeah, yeah. right? And and that hurts him. And then 
he gets he gets taken with them and you know sees their way of life man well uh talking about this makes me think of a lot more movies that i wish were on that list yeah <laughs> but should have prepared more dog well i know i prepared but this list would be so long if i talked about right. all of them um I'll just quickly mention it. We don't need to go in depth to it, but a Dead Poet Society with Robin Williams. I thought about that one. Um, when all the kids stand on the desk, they're like, "Oh, Captain, my Captain." <laughs> that's a good mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Well, Robin Williams stuff almost across the board is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, makes you feel a lot of stuff. Yeah. But next one. Let's move to the next one. Yeah. How's your camera doing? All right, well, I'm sorry. I put all these back to back. I didn't just break um, them up. We'll hit these quick as far as epic moments. So there's uh, the one on the left is, is from the TV show One Punch Man, mm-hmm. uh, which is about superheroes. And the main character, Saitama, um, is is the most powerful superhero, even though technically he's not even on the superhero lists. Yes. So, you know, he, he'll punch an enemy and destroy it. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's bored. Right, because of how strong he is, mm-hmm. but he likes helping people, <clears throat> and and his drive to help people is what made him into a hero. Interesting. So, uh, you have this character on the left whose name is Moomin Rider. He's another superhero in the show who doesn't have any powers, and neither did Saitama when he first started. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have any powers, but the, you know, there's a an enemy that's just tearing through superheroes, and um. A Mummin Rider knows that he has to help because he's a superhero, mm-hmm. right? So he he rides a bike, and so he rides his bike. He he gives Saitama a lift on his bike, yeah. Uh, but he rides his bike and he rides up behind the uh, this giant uh, fish monster, mm-hmm. right? That that's like ten feet tall and super muscular, and he and he throws his bicycle at it. Right, it's a very comical scene, but he rides up and he tosses his bicycle at it, um, and of course it does nothing. Yeah, right. And and the 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 creature proceeds to start beating the crap out of him, um, uh, and but but he's he's doing this because the creature was about to attack a uh, a shelter where all the people of the city had gathered. Ah, uh, I see. And he he um. He's just he's he he's doing his best, and all the people start cheering for him, even though he can literally do nothing, <laughs> and he's just getting beat up. Yeah. Right. Then of course, Saitama steps up and and punches the thing in the face, and it uh, gets obliterated. Yeah. Right. Um. But it's it's a very powerful scene because he's putting everything into it. You're rooting for him, right? <laughs> but he to win. But he can't do anything, right? <laughs> Because he's uh, he believes he believes in helping people so much, mm-hmm. right? And the same goes for in this photo. This character's name is All Might from a different TV show. He's the number one superhero, right? But he's got he, rabbit ears. He's that's his hair. He, mm. he he's he's his organs are damaged, right, from a fight, and so he can only hold his superhero form, which is this big muscular form, for so long. Yeah, right. Um, and he's coming to the end of of his ability to maintain this superhero form. Um, but he uses his last little bit to to destroy 
um, a, a villain. Yeah. Right. And this scene, and that that's a it's a really cool shot, and I'll have to show you the video later. Later, but this scene, he puts his arm up for all the people to see. Mm-hmm. Right, that he's still number one. Uh, and he says, "You're next." Right, he's not talking about villains, and he's he's talking directly because because the kid who's inheriting his superpower can see him through the screen to the tv and yeah. he's talking to he's like you're next you inherit this yeah and it's another it's just they're they're powerful super more powerful superhero moments yeah um and and what i think some of these shows do is show that even the most powerful of the characters it doesn't matter mm-hmm. right you have to have the willingness to help others yeah so that's pretty cool i think you you have a a unique outlook on what what touches you mm-hmm. in an emotional way yeah because <clears throat> i mean i'm i don't get emotional about everything but there's little moments but it doesn't sound like we would probably be emotional about the same moments but yeah. it's interesting the things you pick up on like they are like important cool moments but like it seems to set into you in a deep way do you know why i don't know like the, I, I, why why is your next you know see see why, why why is that set in so so personally for you because you know he he uses his last little bit right mm-hmm. his last bit of of his powers right mm-hmm. to to obliterate the enemy mm-hmm. right and and damage himself even more yeah so that he cannot actually he physically can't fight crime Mm-hmm. He physically can't be a superhero. It'd be like if, if if Superman used the last little bit of being Superman, right? Yeah. But the I think the one of the the powerful moment comes from when he tells the kid, you know, you have to step up to the plate now because I'm done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've set it up for you. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't well, know. I guess that sort of, you know, it speaks to passing on a uh, positive a po- positive mental uh state a positive um habits right yeah it's like to, to the younger generation with great power comes great responsibility and now you're passing on that responsibility right it, it wouldn't mean anything if peter parker didn't pass that on to miles morales yeah you know yeah exactly so. some too what are you looking at me like that for? He's thinking. He's getting deep sleepy. Thought. He's getting <laughs> sleepy. Go, yeah, right, go to the next slide. Hopefully this isn't one I put in. Okay, yeah, no. this is Josh. Joshua. What do you have on the slide? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, can wow. you believe I've never seen this movie? Ah. Uh, what? Yeah, one of the few. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Yes. Everybody savor this moment. We got it on podcast. I know the end. I know how it ends. I know how it ends. It's an old movie. Jeez. Why? What is this? A freaking forty-year-old movie? Come on, guys! Well, I didn't know I, the ending. Uh, uh, talk Bruce about it, Joshua. Willis talk about his hair. So yes. Oh, it's did old. you know that? Did you know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father? <gasps> no, <laughs> it's hard to believe. Crazy. This would be an interesting topic in the future: the cultural impact of Star Wars in general. Yeah. Well, we've done one Star Wars podcast, but specifically I, the cultural impact. Yeah. I think it's very similar to the cultural impact of when 
that time and the dude went that thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i got that you one. <laughs> no what it's d- he, he, yeah. he wouldn't get it he wouldn't yeah. understand i don't he, know it yeah. didn't impact him the way no, i don't with know. us i mean he's married and all so. yeah <laughs> uh, no, so talk this about one. this, Joshua. Um, I mean, spoiler alert: the guy's dead. <gasps> there we go. That yeah. basically sums it up. Yes. Oh my gosh! No, um, I mean, it's just—it's such a twist. I was not into this kind of these kind of films when this probably came out. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what year that came out. I'm don't matter. Probably it's the older. '90s is what I'm thinking. Okay, I could be wrong though. But, I mean, it's very... So I watched it. I was not expecting that much. I, I was looking for a good M. Night Shyamalan. Am M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. That guy. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I was looking for Shemaleon. a good Shyamalan film. Yeah. And this came up, and I was like, I'm going to watch it. was watching, I'm like, it's, it's okay. Going through it, going through it. The end came. Was not expecting it. I called you right after I finished. I'm like... You're watching it. I'm giving you my copy of this, and you watched it. I did. Um, but tell us why it impacted you so emotionally. I mean, it was just... Uh, Obviously, a twist is going to affect you, and people yeah. can resonate with that. But try to explain a little bit of what... Why has this stayed with you for so many years? Obviously, it's a twist, but... It's just... I think it's a twist, and that's the kind of movies I really like. So when, when something makes you... What? Yeah. What? How or or so maybe you, you know. like that feeling? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like a feeling you want to see in films. I I I, Somewhat, I can yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, you know but why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? You've been giving me all kinds of looks today. <laughs> I don't know. You just uh my, that feeling. I don't I don't know the way you said that. It's going weird. Please, please, please. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I thought I, I agree though. No, yeah, it was good. <clears throat> I agree wholeheartedly when I mean it's such an unexpected twist. It's like the kid the kid sees dead mm-hmm. people, right? That's the, the big line. Is the next slide the books? Cuz I want to get into so. that a little more. You can probably elaborate on that. Um Don't look. Ha, ha. <laughs> okay, get in the books then. I mean, well, uh, we have two different series here. Yeah, two, there's six books on that. Can I? Which way can I gesture here? They gesture right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These books, The Door Within. Yep. Um, read them in. They're a teen. I, I don't know what they're catered towards. Like teen fiction. Mm-hmm. Is that what you describe them as? Yeah. But they are really good. <laughs> I uh, I remember. I mean, I did read them a while ago, so it was definitely like. Yeah. high school probably yeah actually seth seth was the one that got us on these books um it was <clears throat> it's kind of the guy who wrote him was very much inspired by lord of the rings yeah. um so sort of this mystical world and mm-hmm. a little bit of narnia i think <clears throat> so um it's this mystical world that these people have to enter um and while they're there they essentially get sucked into this crazy scenario of which I'm not, I don't want to spoil and I also don't want to elaborate on because it's been a long time since I read the books. I think I can remember I'm pretty sure like two different times 
uh, in the book, it it like pulled at the tug the strings of your tug. It pulled at the tug strings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it tugged at the heart strings. It yeah. pulled at the tug strings. <laughs> it pulled at the tug strings. That's got to be a thing. They pulled at my tug strings. Like you're just like dangling your tongue over ready for them to be pulled. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's, so there's the two... final storm, um, the end of this series is pretty crazy. One was it involving his grandpa. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I don't want to elaborate. It's involving his grandpa. Spoiler alert. I mean, you can Read kind of it. elaborate. It doesn't. He dies. Yes. Okay. His grandpa dies. Who? Most grandpas die. Who like was except for Willie Wonk, like Charlie's grandfather, who mm-hmm. should have, because <laughs> he was he's a piece of crap. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. a lazy little cuss. Joe, he's just in bed until one day. Grandpa he's Joe, like, oh, if you're out there, <laughs> Grandpa Joe died. <laughs> but yeah, uh, his grandpa died, and he was like the person who kind of led him on his journey, and. Uh, in was in big involvement when he went into this world. Um and then there was another moment. I can't remember the situation, but I just remember it was uh it was very uh tuggy on the pull strings. Yeah. No. It was very pulley on the tug <laughs> the strings. Tug strings. <laughs> <laughs> I the one that resume resonated with me the most was the final storm, this green one right over here. Which, um yeah, both of those things I'm pretty sure the way were this, in that. Yeah, the way oh. this series ends is <clears throat> a little tragic. I'm going to spoil them a little because mm-hmm. we're not just going to like say, hey, this is good stuff and try to move on. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, most spoiler. people probably haven't read them and might not, but we would, I would it's recommend okay. it. I will, it's recommendation. I will, I'm going to say pretty much everyone dies and there is this sort of heaven scenario at the end that is very heartwarming and it yeah. is very comforting and very um, tuggy on the pull strings yeah very i think you keep it's getting the tug it wrong. Strings. it's very pulley on the tug strings pulley on the tug the strings. tug strings yes, sounds tug strings. sounds funnier <laughs> tug strings tug strings <laughs> but they uh it it's definitely t- um pulley tug. <laughs> tuggy it's definitely pulley and the, there's something okay so to get a little bit more personal with it i am a Christian, and so I have certain beliefs about the afterlife. Mm-hmm. This, the writer is also a believer, and so he has a scenario similar to what C.S. Lewis did with Narnia. Right. Um, he just did it in a very strong way that I think was even a little bit more heartwarming as a young person than C.S. Lewis's were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so if you know anything about the Chronicles of Narnia series, if you got all the way to the last battle, um, Let's just say this, it doesn't end the same way, but it's a similar scenario. And if you enjoy an epic adventure throughout the Mm -hmm. whole series and you love reading, you love like, you know, middle-aged teen fantasy stories. There's also, I think, a little bit of a love story that goes on in there. A little bit, a little bit of an epic one. Yeah. Um, if you enjoy that, this is a high recommendation, especially yeah. if you're what's a he trying to tell us with his name? It's Wayne Thomas Batson. Batson. But if you flip it around, it's Thomas Wayne's son, Bat. Thomas Wayne's son is Bruce Wayne, who is Batman. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Wait, is Batman's dad's name Thomas? Thomas. Are Thomas you kidding? Wayne. Yeah. 
Wait. Okay, hold on. Hold Wayne on. Hold on. Tom- you see I where I got this. it? I see it now. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> Wayne. Thomas Wayne's son, Bat. If you re if you reconstruct Thomas it. Bat Son Wayne. It, it works either way, but he's trying to tell us that Probably. Bruce Wayne is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he's even throwing a little generational name in there. Um so for the other books Dang. The Way of Kings yeah. confused me. Right? It, I got into it and it opens up with a war scene. And the main character, um, and then the the war the war scene's over, and then the main character's in in a in a cell in a cart as a slave being carried off somewhere. Yes, and I'm I was confused because I was like, did I miss something? And I was listening to the book on YouTube, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, so YouTube cut something out. So I stopped listening to the book, and then I went back to the book and finished it. In the first book hits right because he he deals with the writer deals with uh, uh, mental illness and suicide and um you know uh, uh, um, feelings of of like grandeur and, mm-hmm. and 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 feeling like you know you have some sort of big purpose when you may not right yeah. Well, the main character Kaladin, uh, Good old Kaladin. is is contemplating suicide, mm-hmm. right? Because his his brother died. There was nothing he could do about it. Yeah, right. And he he got his brother into that war, mm-hmm. um, and then he he killed what they call a shard bearer, and and took the shard. Yeah. And when he told his, um, and and what that's supposed that's supposed to make you basically royalty. Right, if the shard, sh- the shard, shard is, it, it's a sword, right, okay. that you can summon, um, and it's a it's supposed to make you royalty. So he goes to his commander, and he his his um, uh, he's called a bright lord. He would be like an earl or a duke or something, mm-hmm. and he tells him, and 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 so the the guy kills his men and uh, sells him into slavery. And takes the shard for himself, right? So he's he's depressed, and you know, but but he has an allegiance to these men, these other slaves that he's met. Yeah, and he and he has to save them. And the the book is about saying oaths and uh, living for more. Mm-hmm. Right? There's another book that's not on there. It's the fourth book. It's supposed to be <clears throat> so. Brandon Sanderson was the understudy of Robert Jordan, who uh, learned from uh, Tolkien. Gotcha. Right? So, so Robert Jordan wrote his books. Similar, they're similar to Lord of the Rings. It's a massive series, right? Um, I forget what it's called. The Wheel of Time. Okay. And and he died, and Brandon Sand- Sanderson finished the books, and he's writing his series. There's four books out now, mm. and it's going to be a ten book series. Oh, the first full story arc isn't um, isn't complete yet, but the 
there's some, there's powerful moments in each book, especially when characters say the oaths, right? It's usually a personal revelation. So Kaladin's oaths are life before death, strength before weakness, journey before destination, uh, and then for his personal oaths, those are the oaths of any of the the uh, the knights radiant. Mm-hmm. And then his personal oaths are, you know, I will protect those who can't protect themselves. Um, I will protect uh, those I hate. Right is one is one of his oaths, and one that almost almost uh, destroys him in the second book. Mm-hmm. And then I think his last one with is a realization that he can't always protect everyone. Yeah. Right. Um. And so, and with each oath, his power grows, right? But there's so many beautiful moments with so many of the characters in these books. There's moments that'll make you cry. There's moments that'll, especially in the first one, there's one where uh, uh, one of the other characters' armies is getting attacked. And Kaladin's slaves, him, he's, he's one of the slaves, they carry bridges across these big gorges. Right, and they have to place the bridge. Um, he tells his fellow slaves, "We got to turn around and help them." Right. The, yeah. So they turn around, and that's one of the moments. Like, yes. Yeah. Right. It's one of those Captain America moments. Yeah. Um, and that's that's why I put that up there because there's a lot of emotion that that the writer has put into these books. Yeah, yeah. and in moments of. High stakes, probably. Yeah, I mean that—that's what usually when when something takes a turn for the good, it makes you feel great and it makes you feel like mm-hmm. yes, you can do it. Almost like you get when you're watching a when a you're watching a game movie, or something. yeah, or a football game. You know, someone gets a turnover. Speaking of um, football, there's actually uh, we'll know who won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. when when this comes out, but we don't know who's winning the Super Bowl yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, we go on to the next slide. Yes, but first, never alone. What? I didn't. I missed never that. Never alone. Go to the next slide. All right, the Patriot. <laughs> Is your first one? This was what? My first one of what? Your uh, oh, my uh, first one. The, the, uh, my essentially picks? your picks. Yeah, my picks. Um, so. You guys had to feel some emotion when you watched The Patriot. Of course. Joshua probably doesn't. He doesn't yeah. have a heart. Uh, my emotion was a little bit of anger to this scene especially. <laughs> this scene? <laughs> this no. was a beautiful moment. If you don't, if you aren't familiar with the moment, um, throughout the film, the lead character has a family and one of his, I think it's his youngest daughter, yeah. Um won't speak like she just doesn't want to say words mm-hmm. um and it's kind of a weird thing but it's just the reality of the situation but he's going off to war he's going off to battle and she's gotten a little bit older and she he's already been in battles and in the midst of this what's the word i'm war? looking for Kind of war, but just turmoil of the yeah. land. You know what I mean? And he's all caught up in that, but he has a family. And he has a young daughter. 
and she he's never like she's never spoken to him mm-hmm. and then she finally in this scene is so overtaken with emotions to see Papa. her father leave again <laughs> Josh five is gonna four. ruin everything <laughs> freaking but this scene makes me cry so much yeah, yeah. because there's nothing like a father and a child connect on such mm-hmm. a beautiful level. If yeah. you haven't seen the she says what Mel is she Gibson, say? Are Mel we going to say Gibson. what she says? Yeah, say what she so says. So she says, you know, uh he he asks her just a few words. Or like just one word, right? Is all he wants. She just looks at and him. she looks at him and then he starts to leave and and she's, you know, she starts saying papa, papa and then she runs and hugs him and says I'll say anything you want me to say. Just don't, I, just leave. don't leave me. And it's so it's so beautiful and such a, uh, a hearing know. those things come out of our mouths is not very sad. It's not sad. Watch this scene. If you don't want to watch the full movie, it uh, sucks for you, but go watch at least this scene. It's, it it really is beautiful. Mel Gibson is good. I like most Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's films. amazing. He's good in this, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Good in this as an one. Actor. Re- really good. Him and uh, uh, who am I thinking of? The Joker. The Joker. Who plays him? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is good in this one as well. Joaquin Phoenix? No. <laughs> we just said. Um, I won't stick on this too long, but this is a... It's got a lot high, of good moments. High a lot of epic moments. A lot of really sad moments. Moments that'll make you angry. If you haven't seen The Patriot, you must watch. A lot of moments that'll make you hungry. A little. Probably. Yeah. A few hungry moments. Um, <laughs> a few hungry I mean, moments. The dogs. The dogs. The dogs. Good dogs, yeah. Dogs are in this one. Yeah. So. Well, I was saying, uh, they they want to eat the dogs. Do, Do they? They? D- they don't eat the dogs. They want to eat the dogs. I don't remember that scene. For real? He's okay. like, no, they- we're not eating the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It has uh, rec- a high recommendation. Has war violence in it. Don't watch it if that freaks you out. But at least go on YouTube and watch the scene. Yeah. Just type in the Patriot movie sad scene. It's probably sad the first thing that comes each up. Scene, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's beach. very just good. Don't, uh... don't just Google beach scene, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on its own. <laughs> beach scene images. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll get off this, but that the motion of sadness in films is common. Mm. This is what resonates with me. Right. This kind of thing. Well, I remember when you you hadn't ever seen it. And, and so we sat down, me and my you and my dad, I think, were there, yeah. and, and the rest of my family, and we're watching this, and I'm just like, you know, because I had seen I'm like, and then I look over and Joe's like, oh gosh, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. Freaking, that's what happens, man. I get teary eyed and it all comes out. And then I start yeah, talking drippy. about, you know, all of my emotions. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's finish off these slides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll see where we go from there. Great one to end on. Little Mermaid. This is your pick. <laughs> My pick. But who doesn't like this? It's a good movie. See, I at first didn't see the motion to it. And you guys have to convince me why this should be on this list. I mean, it's a good film. We're not talking about should it be on this? We're talking about scenes that make you like... Feel something. Feel something. Okay, give me logical reasons or just give me some reasons why this should be on our list 
for those listening, Josh was talking about this and not using descriptive words. Well, they can see it on the screen. Listening. For those listening. Oh. We're talking about the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, where Jack finally gets a curse of the Black Pearl, where Jack finally gets back on the ship, and he's about to be the captain of his ship once finally. again. Finally. Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. He has his, bl- the, his Black Pearl ship back, and he's at the helm, and he's got his compass out, and he's about to uh, sail into the distance. And I believe the term he uses is, now, bring me that horizon. Mm-hmm. And then he starts going. I thought he was a really a, bad. We really bad eggs. Here we go. No, <laughs> not that we have a heading. <laughs> we have a heading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is a beautiful moment. So I need to break it down, and then you can break add it down to this, for me, Wyatt. However, you might think. Throughout the Curse of the Black Pearl, which might be the best constructed character development of Jack. Not that Dead Man's Chest and Outworld End wasn't fantastic also, mm-hmm. but this was opening Jack's character and unwrapping him as, well, basically all of his viewpoints of morality, all of his ideas about the world and what he truly desires. And it comes down to this idea that's paired with freedom and with his ship. And we've talked about this on past podcasts, me and you. And it, uh, they're infused in his mind because he has this conversation with Elizabeth when they are kind of drunk. And, um, and he talks about how freedom, his ship, the Pearl, represents freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you see – when you, throughout this film, you come to understand Jack a lot more. So when this film ends with mm-hmm. him getting back to his ship, he now has a crew who wants to be his crew. Mm-hmm. And he's able to sit at the helm. He's able to touch the the helm with his own hands that he hasn't been able to do in a long time because it was stolen from him. Ten years. Yeah. Actually, yeah, ten years it was. And he's back in control of his own destiny. His freedom. He has his freedom back. Yeah. In his mind, he's at perfect peace. He's... He's literally finally where he knows he's supposed to be. He's almost been lost for so many years um, and without direction except to get back to freedom. And so this is a great moment where even in that phrase that I already said where he says, now bring me that horizon, it's almost as if he's saying, now I'm home. Mm -hmm. Like now I have something in my future, which anything in my future I had to – Get in order to have a future, he had to get back his ship to, back. He had to get his ship back. Yeah. So now that it's almost like the way he says it, it's a big sigh of relief mm-hmm. and saying, "Finally, I'm back home." You know what I mean? For me, the moment in this movie that really resonated with me and that I love the most is uh, his mutinous first mate, mm-hmm. Barbosa, says to Elizabeth, um, "We can't feel anything. Mm-hmm. We can't taste." We can't feel the wind on our face, you know, the heat or the cold, right? Mm-hmm. And the warmth of all men's flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, or, but uh, which which actually it contradicts. Uh, there's there's a plot hole in the movie when they throw the dress that she's wearing, oh, to yeah, the and, and they're like, mm, still, still warm. warm. <laughs> it's like, how would y'all know? <laughs> <laughs> they can't feel it. <laughs> they can't feel that. Maybe they but, can feel it by 
proxy through clothing. But when finally the curse is broken, because that's all Barbosa wants, is to find that gold and to be able to feel again. Yeah. And to eat his apples, right? And when finally, when the curse is broken at the end of the movie, you know, Will drops the coins into the mm-hmm. chest. Um, Jack shoots him. Yes. In the chest. Yes. Right? Chest, chest. And he finally feels. And he says, I feel cold. <laughs> and then he falls over. That's the best line in the movie for me. What 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 about <laughs> it do you think the, the cold represented? Like why why did the, he say I the feel The first cold? thing he felt. First thing he felt was cold. The first thing he felt since since the curse. Yeah, which is like started, ten years. Yeah, it started taking started acting on them. You know? He finally felt and, and it was it was cold. Mm. And then he dies and it's it's a fantastic <laughs> scene. Yeah, it is really good. I think um the emotions I felt at the end of Curse of the Black Pearl, which is still one of my favorite <clears throat> films, is it's a mix between epic mm-hmm. and also just peaceful. Yeah. Peacefully like, epic. Peacefully epic. I don't know how to how to combine those two. I'm really happy for Jack. Almost like I want to be one of his crew. Mm-hmm. Like that that's what it made me feel. Like it's like we have an incredible future ahead of us. You know? It made did me want to uh, be there. Did it uh tuggy at the pull strings? Pulley at the tug strings. <laughs> it pulled at the tug strings. You're never gonna get that right. The tug and he strings. He said it. <laughs> well, he had to fix it. He had to correct himself. Uh, tug strings. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of our list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I want to. Let's not forget. We're gonna talk about the cultural impact of Star Wars. Yeah. Um. I mean that's that's a big thing. What is? It it did. Pulley at the tug strings. Tug Finally, the he got strings. it. He got it. it. You right. got it right the first time. But uh, the ultimate question. Yeah. How many times do you say chugga chugga choo choo? Oh no, we're not. <laughs> I'm not talking about this. I'm not getting into it. This is so is it random. Chugga chugga choo choo, or is it a chugga 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 choo choo, or is it chugga choo choo? Or it's definitely not. We've all established. <laughs> we can not agree it's chug-a-choo. not chugga chew or chugga choo choo. <laughs> no, it's a solid chugga 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 choo choo. That's what it be. It be that. So yeah. fly the flag. Never done this before. <laughs> and drink your milk. Fly the flags. Yeah, we need a flag. <laughs> we do. Um. I'll, I'll I'll look into that. We can suspend it up here. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We'll suspend a flag. A so flag. who who's who's closing us out today? Um, I opened this up. Close us out. You want me to? And I'll, and I'll get the final line after you close us out. Hey guys, we know we're ending a little abruptly, and we brought up the whole debate about chugga choo choo. Mm-hmm. We're sorry for that. Do you not want to end? No just feel like we came off this and then Joshua was like oh, chugga choo choo <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> it doesn't matter we'll be back in a few more days um, to, with another episode we're not going anywhere no. not going anywhere um, if you are interested in audio podcasts new episode not, never gone new episode never gone yeah 
new episode, but we're never gone. Oh, yes. We're a new episode, but we're never gone. We have new episodes. Um, Before, as we're kind of closing, <laughs> did I cut com- you this off? Is, this did is a common theme today. <laughs> did I cut you off? This is a common <laughs> thing. Finish uh, Joshua says, he says, let's close off or let's get to the topic. <laughs> and then I start. And then before we get to the topic or before we cut ourselves off, I have another thought. <laughs> My thought is... Finish what you're saying. No. <laughs> you're no, I was gonna to plug uh, our our website. Say what you're gonna say. We have WiseWorks <laughs> has a website. It's WiseWorks Films. You so. don't think I was gonna get to that? <laughs> okay, get to okay. that. <laughs> okay. I'll sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' this episode Let me just drink mine is yeah. brought to you by wiseworksfilms.com. We have a website, go check it out. Um Do you know what else we have? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just being doing that on purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> Since I feel like we're probably gonna be here a while, I'm just yeah. gonna let this play. Um Where was I? <laughs> I completely threw you off. <laughs> if you like pod- <laughs> If you like What? <laughs> I can't do this if you're laughing, man. <laughs> if you like audio only episodes but you don't know that we are on Spotify. Well we have news for you. We are. We are and on guess Spotify. what else we're on? We're on Apple Podcast, boys. When did Here's that happen? Uh, that happened yesterday, but it's been up for almost a week now. We're on Apple pa- op- <laughs> We're on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, so you have no excuse not to listen to us if you don't want to watch us on YouTube. We're your friendly neighborhood white boys on. Spotify. <laughs> I do not want to be labeled as the friendly neighborhood white boys. Josh, you're just tearing up this ending. Do we want to just like go back and just redo this whole thing? <laughs> no, well, this is good. This is good. No. We're just uh, ripping here. <laughs> People are here for here. They're here yeah. and we're, we're going. Um, longest, <laughs> longest outro ever. You, you, what you need to do is just play the music, the, the starting to, to end music all throughout this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just all throughout it just never ends yeah we'll see about it i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out anyways um go listen to us on spotify or apple podcast or you are very welcome to join us on youtube subscribe if you are and give us a comment a like the call to action this week is leave a comment let us know if you want all three of us or just two of us on rotation for the guests episode week to week we want to have your feedback yeah feedback please don't ghost us man we know you're watching how did you like last week's episode with seth give us some uh, feedback on that yeah yep yep absolutely yep. Um, and if you're doing anything this week because uh, we are going to be busy what are we going to be busy doing slowly growing mustaches Say what you're going to say, Wyatt. Drink up, me hotties, yo-ho.